0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Radio podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by Jared Ed. Hi. How's it going, Jared Ed? Fine. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week is called Slap the Ghost. Ow. Slap that ghost. Ow. Slap the ghost. Ow. Is <laughs> Bailey's Kahlua vodka, <laughs> half and half vanilla ice cream, and ice. And then you put them, you blend it all up into a shake. Put a maraschino cherry on the top. What's it called? Slap the ghost. Ow. Okay. (laughs) That's a tasty drink. That's a good intro to drink.
1: That's a good dessert right there. Half an
0: ounce of Baileys, half an ounce of Kahlua, half an ounce of vodka. So real light on the alcohol. Two scoops of ice cream.
1: It's really a (laughs) Sunday.
0: A cup of ice. Milkshake? A little bit of half and half and a cherry yeah it's like a milkshake lightly (laughs) alcoholic milkshake it's like a mudslide without the uh chocolate on the glass
1: all the things you're saying sound delicious oh my god lightly alcoholic milkshake delicious no
0: pinterest like gave me this like here's four cocktails that basically use bailey's and kahlua and vodka and ice cream and i was like i want every single one of those But Slap the Ghost is a great name for a cocktail. Ow. Exactly.
1: I mean, how could that mixture be wrong? Like if you're too much, too heavy on any of the ingredients, it's still delicious. Because those ingredients are really good. This isn't like where it's, you know, bitters, which in isolation would taste nasty. This is all delish.
0: (laughs) Okay. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. So shut up, Ingo. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
1: You have the timer.
0: Click, 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 tick, tick none of these things are happening
1: all right never mind it's my mind
0: yeah well your mind is a mysterious place but
1: today especially
0: i want to actually start with taste of the keys because today roughly 500 people sent me the article that is the follow-up to our taste of the keys last week it is a great oh story my God, it's so it, good
1: in their defense it's a great story uh, in their undefense we're following this two guys <laughs>
0: we live here uh no i always send me stuff um people have sent me stuff that i haven't seen before just not this week so ingo today
1: st- is not that day
0: stop playing with guac's ball one his tail is wagging my computer two you're about to unleash chaos no throwing the balls for the podcast
1: no all right i will starve the Guaco man of attention
0: you're a good you can pet his head guac his ball Okay, so if you did not join us last week, The Taste of the Keys was about two, at that point, anonymous dudes.
1: Miscreants.
0: Frat boy types who, on New Year's, lit a Christmas tree on fire in front of the concrete buoy that marks the southernmost point and uh, did $5,000 worth of damage. and To the marker. To the marker and then left. And so... We were like, okay, like we got to, you know, figure out who these guys are. Um, We pointed to the surveillance footage that had pictures of them. They have been caught, and we are going to tell you the story. Okay. So, everybody in Key West, I can't overstate how angry (laughs)
1: they were. Yeah. Everyone is really pissed.
0: The icon of Key West is this marker, and these guys lit it on fire. So, Paul Menta who is the owner of Key West Legal Rum, the rum that we always talk about.
1: Genius and somewhat our hero.
0: Yeah, I'm pals with him. We're working on a secret project together. Also, you can buy their rum online now. Um, if you g- Google Key West Legal Rum, you can actually buy like the co- green coconut rum that we talk about all the time. They ship it now.
1: Not only can you, you should.
0: A bunch of people have and they're like, oh my God, it's so good.
1: Oh my God, it's so good.
0: This is not a paid endorsement. We love this stuff. Paul is our friend. And it's super exciting that you guys can now enjoy this very local rum that's like distilled here in Key West. Like you can take a tour of the distillery. They make it here. Um, They've now partnered with a distributor so you can get some.
1: My liver is probably a quarter legal rum.
0: (laughs) That's true. We drink it all the time in the house. At any time. Anyway, so uh, Paul Menta is is kind of like an icon among the conks. He's very involved in Key West (sighs) civic life.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's like a Renaissance man. If a Renaissance man were like a triathlete crossfit crazy physical guy let's
0: let's not we don't need to exaggerate it he's a professional (laughs) kiteboarder. he is in addition to being a chef and a rum distiller Uh and that's that's about as key western as
1: award-winning rum distiller
0: oh my god that rum is good all right so he offers a reward of rum for information 10
1: grand i think he said right like well he gives rum and then
0: there there also was a Um, I think a monetary award leading to the arrest of these guys. Yep. Okay. Because everyone is pissed. (laughs) This goes out. And uh, Gwen Filosa, our friend from the Miami Herald, who has the Florida Keys beat, writes in her article for the Miami Herald about the, quote, coconut telegraph, which is just the the Key West version of the grapevine, like the people telling everybody stuff, (laughs) every single rumors. So this story has since made national news. The AP has it. I'm looking at like the ABC news, CNN had it today on their homepage. Like the story has gotten out of these guys and every single story says coconut telegraph, (laughs) which is, I mean, it's, it's a great phrase. Uh, so the (laughs) word goes out all throughout the keys. We've got to catch who these guys are. Um, and, and, they have been caught so here's how they got caught and I gotta say I found this out from Paul Menta's Facebook video (laughs) that got posted before any of this got written up in the newspaper Uh, so so the guys who lit this Christmas tree on fire obviously were out on New Year's Eve in Key West partying clearly they were drunk when they did this I mean they could have been really stupid and done it sober but obviously they're drunk so so the news goes out with pretty decent pictures of these dudes from the surveillance footage and at Irish Kevin's bar on Deval street, which we have talked about in many podcasts, including some uh, murder slash mysteries in paradise podcasts.
1: This is an institution. Yeah, it,
0: it really is. It's right next to sloppy Joe's on Deval street, kind of the heart of like get down, like go to bars party on Deval street in Key West. This bartender at Irish Kevin's looks at those pictures and he's like, I recognize that guy. I recognize that guy's face. He was in here drinking
1: on New Year's on
0: New Year's Eve three times. They came up and ordered drinks and I rang them out and they tipped zero times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they left their credit card. So maybe I have a record of this.
0: I gotta say like we, we go out a decent amount of the time in Key West um, and it's, you know we don't go out as much now because of covid but you know even now like we don't go to the bars but the places we go are outside and one of the first times that we went out um to blue heaven which is a place we go all the time like we had this guy wait on us his name was henro he's not there anymore and we come back the next time and Henry's like hey jen and ingo and we am like wow that guy remembers us hi and he's like i always remember a good tipper because <laughs> we are we're big over tippers in the household that,
1: i love that but there's also a thing at every bar most uh, any very real bar if you give a good tip they'll ring a bell
0: yep ding ding and if you give a really good tip they go ding 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 (laughs) ding
1: i love this ingo
0: (laughs) likes to have the bell rung for him so we we tip absurd amounts i mean we've you know as we've talked about like we we don't live up to the standard of the amount of money that we make and so uh one one space that we spend extravagantly is in tipping when we it's go out
1: like our first expense is the dogs our second expense is tipping like
0: <laughs> i think i tipped 50 percent at dinner today which is you That's know pretty normal for us
1: percentage is not as important as pure dollars oh
0: my god uh, anyway uh so apparently not only do you remember people who tip very well you also remember people who tip zero dollars three
1: times i mean you three always times. round up or you you leave a dollar per drink or something.
0: That's right. So this bartender is like, I remember these guys who did not tip me. I know kind of when they were in there. So c- let's give credit. Cameron Brody, Kind of like Brody, but with an eye. Um, he's like, they didn't tip me, uh, but they paid with a credit card. So we should be able to find their name. So he calls his boss and he's like, I think these guys from the buoy we're in here and they didn't tip me. And they're like, well, we have tons of cameras, quote, tons of cameras. And (laughs) let's go through the cameras and the credit card receipts and figure out who they are. So they like go through the footage, they find the dudes on the camera, they go into the credit card receipts, they find the credit card of one of the guys. um, And from there, (laughs) they're like, we could, this is a quote from the boss, quote, We could follow them the whole time in and out of the bar. We could see them getting rejected from all the girls they were trying to hit on. I think that is such
1: a that (laughs) is the that is the chef's kiss of this whole story, which is what a bunch of losers these guys are.
0: I think this that part of the story may be why this this whole tale Uh. has been picked up by the national news, because it's not just like these guys burned the buoy like that was a, a kind of interesting story that did get some national traction. The guys got caught because of surveillance footage. Interesting. The guys got caught because of surveillance footage. And the owner of the bar is like, yeah, all the girls they hit on <laughs> rejected them. And also they tipped zero dollars. They
1: tipped zero dollars. If they had tipped a normal amount, the bartender might not have remembered them. Let's That's start right. with that. The whole chain, right? It's like they'd been normal non-jerks to begin with. But this is such a good karma thing. It's so good.
0: Would you go out with someone who was a non-tipper?
1: No. I w- no because I'd be like always trying to backfill and leave a tip and trying to sneak behind their back and give the money to the server.
0: I don't. If I, I were like Ingo, I can't believe you are leaving a tip. Like like leave two dollars on this hundred dollar bill. It's a deal breaker. It's it a would deal breaker be because 100% it's would because be t-
1: it's it it mm-hmm. is mean to the server. It is it is a it's just a terrible thing to be.
0: Yep. I agree. I I would not go on a second date with someone. And also would backfill. I'd be like that. I'd backfill. And And if
1: you'd want to do that, that's not a relationship. No,
0: That'd be terrible. Um, So anyway, they caught the two guys um, based on those receipts. They identified them. Um, So much information. (laughs) So good. Uh, Yeah, so uh, one of them was from Texas. And one of them was from f- somewhere else up in mainland florida i'm trying to pull their names up here because the the article that i read was j- oh, they really only cared that they tipped zero dollars and got rejected <laughs> from all the girls That's that right, didn't then even give their then name they
1: stopped looking <laughs> but there they were voluntarily gonna surrender to the police i think those two knuckleheads
0: they did they turned themselves in one of them was taken to jail uh but then was released on his uh, without having to post bond um so yeah
1: and they and they have since I think repainted the the landmark right. They, I think it's all shiny and clean again.
0: Oh yeah, it reopened this week. Um, it was pretty quick. It's pretty funny
1: it. because it was a big attraction burned too. <laughs> that's this is what we talked about last yeah, week. Is that's like right. People were flocking there to take pictures of while it was all charred. <laughs> yep. So you win. It's a win-win for the city, I think.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not so suggesting funny. to burn it all the time. <laughs> no, no. But
1: but luckily, kind of the city of Key West wins both ways.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, people were lined up like on New Year's Day to to get their pictures taken there. Um,
1: and it shows the power of the coconut telegraph.
0: <laughs> all right. So the, the guy that got arrested for not tipping or whatever, he got arrested and recognized because <laughs> he didn't tip. <laughs> not tipping is legal <laughs> word that he wrong.
1: were arrested for not tipping that'd be funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: Skylar jackson his name is Skylar. i mean it, look you don't get to pick what your name is but i'm not surprised. sure sure of henrietta texas he the other guy 22 year, uh 21 Skylar ray jacobson i say jackson jacobson Skylar ray jacobson 21 and 21-year-old David B. Perkins, Ugh. Jr. of Leesburg, Florida. Frick. Yep. Uh, don't, so anyway.
1: Don't come here and commit mayhem and expect to get away with it. You guys are knuckleheads. Mm-mm.
0: That's right. So, uh, so yeah, they both have been arrested, uh, charged, humiliated by the national press. Look, if you want to do stupid drunken stuff
1: on New Year's, do nudity. That hurts <laughs> no one, right? I mean, you might get arrested still or a ticket, but you're not going to hurt anyone or anything if you just run around naked. But this is ridiculous. Burning, burning is bad. <laughs> don't light stuff on fire. It's always bad.
0: On, on Gwen Filosa's page, she posted the link to her story about this and someone responds, don't come to Key West and act like jerks.
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's what the mainland is for. Yeah, well... What's what's the slogan? Don't drive like you're from the mainland. (laughs) We only have one road, guys. Slow
0: down. This isn't the mainland. Uh, Everyone is gleeful. Everyone in the Keys is gleeful about this arrest.
1: It's a good karma story. It really is on all levels.
0: So thanks, everybody who sent it. Uh, It has been a gleeful part of our week as well. And that is our Taste of the Keys for the week.
1: Yum. All right. Good taste. Mm.
0: Now, administrative corner.
1: (laughs) I love the administrative (laughs) corner. If I had a spreadsheet, it'd be the
0: best. I can make you one. Uh, Administrative (laughs) Corner is all you this week. Both you trended on Twitter on your birthday and also Christmas cards. Oh,
1: I take it all back. I was not anticipating this. Although (laughs) you've told me this, this is not why I love the Administrative Corner. Anyway, yes. Thank you for all the well wishes. I can't believe I was trending on Twitter for a while. I, like, took that screenshot. I may frame it. I may frame it, like, print it out and frame it, which is kind of a dad thing to do.
0: But I've I, never trended on Twitter. But I've
1: been very pleased because I have never publicized your birthday before. You did it for me and look what happened. If you, oh my goodness, if if I publicized your birthday, Twitter would b- collapse. You'd
0: have to get access to the Golden Ratio Twitter the account. The
1: World Wide Web would collapse. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very pleased. I can't believe it. Thank you for everyone. Um, thank you to everyone. I'm very blushing. Um, don't think I deserve it, but thank you very much.
0: You're great yeah Christmas cards
1: we've gotten a ton of Christmas cards in you writing counted them today as like 80 some or more it could be that we missed a batch s- so far so it could be in the hundred um
0: that's missed a batch to count not missed a batch to open you yeah yeah
1: no there could s- they could still be showing up the mailbox too because you know mail and our mailbox um but thank you so much to everyone we really appreciate it it's it's so nice and so gratifying to know uh the people like it and that the content helps them and makes them happy and makes them smile because that's what we do it for so it's great totally and, so. and i am i admit that i'm kind of a lurker with christmas cards i don't write them anymore i used to write more of them uh but Same. i'm not, not very good at i'm not disciplined about it i don't write them but i love getting them obviously uh, and I appreciate the handwritten ones because that's my generation. and <laughs> I think it's I think it's great. So thank you to everyone who sent them. Um, they are all uh, appreciated and it and it really uh, is is a nice confirmation that that uh, we're touching some people's lives. That is great. good not well not, not in a big headway, but but you know this is what we do it for you know watch watch ours. St- dogs do stupid stuff and (laughs) enjoy it because we do
0: all right thank you for handling administrative corner um (laughs) moving on to dog updates that may
1: never happen again
0: (laughs) let's talk about voods all right first oh my god last week we mentioned that we were doing a super secret project and he started eating toilet paper off the roll on the scene of it and now he's realized he can eat toilet paper off the roll at our house as well because he's
1: smarter than he looks
0: uh, we have to keep our bathroom doors closed now all the time
1: he walks up (laughs) he stands there kind (laughs) of stares into the distance then he casually turns his head and kind of licks sideways (laughs) grabs the end of the toilet paper and then moves his head to the other side and that (laughs) that starts the roll and then he's like oh my god this is like an endless buffet of toilet paper this is the best
0: like five times we've caught him eating toilet paper (sighs)
1: because it's so easy for him and it's like right at head height and i could see why he's just like i can't believe i didn't do this before this is a cornucopia of of snack
0: <laughs> oh my god and it's five times <laughs> in the last two days because uh. all right so last week we mentioned that gr dad and i were going to do a little staycation on saturday we were going to go to a resort 20 miles up the road for one full day <laughs> two nights in one day
1: the logistics of this were like the d-day landing and it was for two freaking nights
0: we we interviewed dog sitters
1: d-day
0: we're gonna leave saturday late morning we're going to be back early morning on Monday. Friday afternoon. Boone's <laughs> is like, you know, it's a good time to have a big dramatic seizure you, right now.
1: You even saw this coming. I did not.
0: Uh, that morning, I was like, he always has seizures when I'm going someplace. He's going to have one now. Even though it's not like I had given hints. I wasn't packing. not like there you've gone places
1: that often either.
0: <laughs> no, but he, I mean... I would say 50% of his seizures align with me going somewhere. He had one when I was up in Maryland in December. Frick. He had one when I ran an overnight ultra marathon for like the previous new years. There maybe is one other time. So I was like, I clearly know clearly
1: he's trying to guilt you and not leaving ever.
0: And our emergency vet, which was supposed to open last week, which is why we planned our little staycation for that weekend is not open yet. Cause it's the keys. Cause it's the keys and everything takes a long time. So It's like Friday. He has this big dramatic seizure. And I was like, we can't have him here because often he has this cluster of seizures. We can't do that with a dog sitter here who's never seen him before. tell
1: the dog sitter, oh, you might have to go to Miami and back.
0: (laughs) That's the (laughs) option.
1: (laughs) No, while the other dogs are here. Nah.
0: It's a three hour drive each way, you guys. Nah. And you have to drop them off, which is, you know, there's like an intake. It's like a seven hour process. So it's like. 2 Plus p.m the other dogs are right here yeah 2 p.m on friday afternoon boots has a seizure and i'm like we can't we can't do this and <laughs> even if we canceled our trip there's no emergency vet here in the Keys. so if he did
1: Cluster have more up, seizures
0: yeah. we still would have to take him up to miami because there's no place to take him here So you looked at me i'm like How do you feel about driving to Miami right now, Ingo?
1: I was like, uh, let me take a shower first.
0: (laughs) So Ingo went and showered as I'm (laughs) like injecting medicine into Voodoo. I think he was slightly done seizing at that point. Uh, But he was all... Yes, (laughs) he was. (laughs) He's like coming out of his seizure. He's real dopey for a while and he's we've said this before he's like i've never met you before and you're beautiful and smell very nice he, he's
1: just like doug but even nicer doug in the up yeah movie where he's just like hi i've never met you but i think i love you i'm your best friend
0: he can't see really well he definitely can't walk but he sticks <sighs> his face like up to your face and he's all happy he licks he's very joyful after a seizure <laughs> but it's weird he's reborn <laughs> the new goes away
1: i know but the also the ability to do anything Stand. goes away so
0: No, it's not good uh so i call up the neurologist and i was like it's vood again we have uh, her on
1: speed dial obviously
0: we do and they're like he should come up like bring him up and so Jodad's going up there and i was like normally the process is you know they'll give him medication and once he's seizure free for 24 hours they'll send him home but that's middle of the weekend right that's like sunday yeah. morning sending
1: him home sat- saturday night or sunday morning would be super stressful because he gets here and we're like or not even gets here I, if i pick him up in miami i'm like what if he has another seizure on the three hour
0: drive i would have to turn around and go to miami what yeah. if i bring him home and he has another seizure this is not good so i'm um, this this sort of logistics super stresses me out and so i'm like If they talk to you and go this is what to say you know but they usually call me and i was like so look it's friday evening now uh i'm like we don't have an emergency vet here in the keys i know he'll probably be fine you know if he has a bunch more seizures obviously he's going to stay with you but if he doesn't if he's fine could you guys still keep him till Monday? Cause we don't have any options here. And then we just bring him home and bring him back to you and then have to bring him again. And the I'm keep him for
1: observation.
0: I'm talking to the actual neurologist and she's like, He can stay here as long as he wants. I love this dog. He's like my favorite (laughs) patient. She's like, I have dogs. If I could bring him to my house and my dogs wouldn't freak out, I'd totally bring him home with me. I like, we give him a special room so he's not in a kennel because he likes to interact with people. Like, I love to snuggle with him. Like, he's a great cuddler. Like, my dogs are nice. But he gives such good hugs. I was like, he really does give a good hugs. She's like, we all just like go in there and like cuddle with the voodoo. So he has this whole secret second life. The with voodoo the sta- wing. The staff <laughs> of the neurology clinic. They have a special voodoo room, and people just go in and hug him and pay attention to him. He hangs out with the staff. He like plays with people. I guess I I have no idea what his life is like up there. But they are like voodoo is the best, and he I think can he likes here. it a
1: little too much. Maybe <laughs> he faked that seizure, and he's just like, hey, hey, hey I want. To go to Miami. <laughs> These guys love me.
0: When the neurologist called, so Ingo had dropped him off and was waiting in the parking lot, and I was kind of doing the rundown of the seizures and, and everything with the neurologist. I, you know, she came on the phone and she's like, "Hi, this is Doctor So and So," and I was like, "Voodoo missed you clearly." So just <laughs> have another seizure, and she's like, "We missed him too." Oh. but it was so like I had no idea, right? I was like, you know, they, t- they obviously take good care of him, but I figured you know he's in his little crate and he's getting his medicine and is like observed and taken care of i didn't realize he got like a friggin' suite (laughs) with (laughs) with, like (laughs) cuddle sessions with the staff i
1: mean to to a person all the texts that have brought him out and talked to him are like we love this big guy yeah he's such a good boy we love him
0: he is a really good snuggler for sure
1: oh what a voodoo man you sneaking your way down to miami we don't (laughs) need you to fake seizures
0: he's like i'm more stylish than the keys i need the south beach (laughs) life hashtag south beach life
1: mr pitbull
0: so Uh. anyway he's fine he did not have any more seizures we're not changing his medicine i actually had a really good long talk with the neurologist about future plans for his medications yeah uh one other thing i'll add here though so when he came back after his long stay Like beginning of December. The first day. yeah, The first, like the six days he was up there. He had a chicken band-aid on. Mm -hmm. He had
1: one chicken band-aid. One chicken
0: (laughs) band-aid. It was like nice chicken bandage. And someone commented uh, who works, I don't know if they're a vet or they work in a vet's office, but they're like, yeah, we have those. Um, The printed vet wrap, normally vet wraps like a solid color. The printed vet wrap is like no lick or no chew vet wrap i bet that's what it was and i was like well that totally makes sense because i think we also noted he pooped out some vet wrap after say, that visit Vet wrap
1: he pooped out was also printed <laughs> yeah
0: and so when he came back this time he also had not chicken but printed vet wrap yeah maybe had a duck on it and belly. so tonight uh we were downstairs and Jared dad was like cleaning stuff out of his car i think and he came out with the bandage that he had that they had just like temporarily put on after removing uh, voodoo's iv and he's like yeah this is voodoo's bandage and i was like give it to me because i need to taste it
1: <laughs> i forgot you licked it immediately. i licked it
0: it was quite bitter it definitely is anti-lick flavored mm. and i was like there's no way this taste would deter Voodoo's
1: no i was like i had to cut it off so Voodoo's wouldn't eat
0: it yeah <laughs> so anyway Voodoo's is fine Hopefully our emergency vet will open in the next couple of weeks, weeks. So we will not have to keep... Dri- we being... In- G our dad will not have to keep driving up to Miami. Uh, but he did fine. He didn't have any more seizures. So... Yeah, as,
1: as everyone has seen, he's doing quite well. He's quite alert. And we're hoping it's related to kicking the Rocky Mountain fever out of his system. He's perhaps.
0: way perkier and more energetic. His walking is not any better.
1: No, his he's still stumbly lurchy man.
0: But... Uh, he I mean, he seems much more engaged. in There's
1: energetic. more galloping voods yeah. and more, you know, wandering around mischief voods, which is, <laughs> you know, has its own problems. But it's he seems less zoned out,
0: which is good. Absolutely. Um, there's no other real dog news. Everybody is fine. Uh, Remy's started on a new insulin, which seems to be working well. We've tweaked Human
1: it insulin. Human.
0: Yeah. Um, Novalin N for our friends who are experts in the field yes we have a lot of diabetic friends of the squad there's Uh, a lot
1: of diabetic humans which is like the whole new world for me for example
0: yeah Um, so we get his insulin at CVS now Um, so we just increased him to 10 units twice a day of the Novalin N and if that works we may be able to get his eye surgery Uh,
1: we may have to increase him to 11 but at least he doesn't seem to have the double dip
0: on yeah. this stuff so he's doing good um on saturday gr dad is taking him up to maryland for like 10 days of doggy training boot camp so he's not going to be spending the night but he's going to go in drop off in the morning pick up in the evening with our trainer michael at old town pet resort who trained guac and toby if you've been with us that long
1: remy boot camp there'll be whistles they'll be <sighs> you know up uh, you know toilet cleaning there'll be you know drills
0: i'm so relieved that he's gonna get properly trained um you know i was sort of saying last week that the the quality of life in the household between vood's miscreantism which is very hard to deal with and then remy's uh just kind of out of controlness the quality of life in the household has really gone down for me it is like not peaceful it's very stressful trying to manage it but remy like voods is maybe a lost cause in terms of training we might see if Michael can do something to him, but Remy is a hundred percent trainable and yep. you know, just a little beyond my capabilities as a trainer to, to quickly get him into shape. But Michael's going to do a great job with him. I'm and Remy's smart and can learn learns well. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a really transformed Remy. I'm very excited. Life is going to be so much better with him. You know, I was, I was saying to, to one of our friends today when I was out walking, uh, You know, I think part of his like barking all the time and just kind of wildness is that he doesn't understand yet what the rules are. Like uh, so many of the dogs that we take in who come from kind of neglected backgrounds where they're not like actively abused, but people just don't have time for them and didn't train them.
1: Ignoring a dog is just as bad as abusing a dog in some ways. And they
0: get so anxious and, you know, especially like those young ones, right? They come in as a Christmas present and then... Uh, reason It's totally reasonable that it's like, oh, let's get our four-year-old and two-year-old a golden retriever puppy for a Christmas present. And then fi- mom doesn't have time to train the dog, doesn't know how to train the dog. Life is fucking busy with two little kids. And that puppy is a ton of work just like housebreaking it. And so then you get to nine months or, you know, up to like a year, year and a half. And you just go, this is completely unmanageable. And this dog is huge and crazy right now. Like you shouldn't buy dogs as Christmas presents. Like you shouldn't get to that situation. But I understand how people end up there. Those dogs are so anxious and they're wild and out of control. And they destroy stuff because they just need a structure to operate in. And they they never got it. They
1: need predictability and and regularity and, and yeah. if they have and rules and if they have a situation where like one day they can chew on the pillow and it's great and everyone yeah. laughs and it's they think it's funny and then the next day they chew on the pillow and someone screams at them they're like what just happened i'm my whole world is like inconsistent now i'm very stressed yeah i'm very stressed
0: and you know we'll get in some dogs that are well trained and obviously they're of course they're anxious like when they come into foster and you know come into a new home and you'll see them where like they don't know what's going on so they just sit <laughs> it's like oh like this is a dog who's like i have no idea what to do here but this is a thing i know how to do that generally makes people happy so i will just sit
1: yeah i'll get rewarded for this or i'll get right pr- pr- praised for this yeah
0: um and and those are dogs that you know like okay like they were trained in their background and, and something else happened um so Remy, you know, he's not like super crazy anxious though he's he's not calm enough that we could take him off all of his medication for the anxiety yet. Um but I, I think it's gonna make a huge difference. So I'm very excited about his boot camp that's coming up.
1: Yeah, he's he's smart and he's a good boy. He wants to do the right thing. I think he's gonna be a good candidate. Yeah.
0: So I think dear dad wants to take voods with on that trip and <laughs> he's I've the voodoo man. I had thought about having Boots <laughs> go to boot camp at the same time as Remy I I just don't think he's going to be that responsive to training but I may email Michael and be like could you look at him for a day or
1: two and see and, and look part of it is the fact that we have like work being done in the house and, and boots we'll get is to that. the one who needs the most elevator time so if I can bring him to my uh, Maryland where there's few stairs and he's uncomplicated it's fine
0: yeah. So anyway, there's no other updates on the other dogs. Everybody's good. Uh, but we can do the house update, which is all of the work started at the same time. All of it was <laughs> extremely delayed from when it was That's supposed right. to start. And it started at the same time.
1: No one wanted to start mid-November
0: when they all said they were going to start. But now they're all like, hey, how about now? To give them fair credit, they both gave us estimates about how long the projects were going to take. And both projects look like they're going to take about half the time that they said they were going to take true yeah No. they're they're
1: both working hard i'm not the 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 work itself as with so much of this once they start it's very good it's just so unpredictable when they'll be able to start and mobilize and get you in
0: so they started putting in the seawall at the end of last week um it's pretty much built now they still have to like fill it in with concrete they still have to bring the dock in but the the boulders are all mostly in place i think they'll probably finish it tomorrow and then they also started working on our spalling which is the concrete repair we thought they were going to have to take off our whole front porch and our whole back porch along with our stairs they did take all of our stairs off which was very loud And then they put the new (laughs) stairs on. Um, But it turns out that they're able to basically just jackhammer out around the cracks in the concrete. Also pretty loud. (laughs) Extremely loud. And and repair that without having to take off whole parts of the porch. So work that we thought was going to take three weeks is ending up taking about a week and a half. They're going to be done in the middle of next week. So it's been a process and can will continue to be a process, but it's getting done. But it's very loud and very disruptive and the dogs are all a little bit on edge, as are we humans.
1: It's still 100% better than having the windows or the bathroom done because no one's inside. At That's least right. the dogs are inside being anxious and not people walking in and out. And we have to have the dogs like corralled in some room.
0: Yeah. And when they, they started working on the back porch today and we thought when they did that, that we weren't going to be able to go out there, um, th- you know, potentially cause they were going to have to take the whole thing off and, and redo it. But that's not the case. We actually can keep using the elevator the whole time while they're doing it. So that, that just brought my, like reduced 90% of the anxiety I had about that project. Yeah. So,
1: so. It, it, I guess... Logistically, it's no longer necessary that I bring Voods, but I kind of like Voods, and it'd be nice to bring him because he's the voodoo man.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's the end of dog updates. Um, Jared, the only thing we have left is the German word of the week, and you got a whole big long one, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, (sighs) I mean,
1: someone tweeted this to me, um, which is a fair point, though, because I think last time I said we're the Volk der Dichter und Denker. Germany has this self reputation of being the the peep the folk of the poets and thinkers right because uh-huh. we have philosophers your and jokes suck poets no, you don't need to explain it it's boring. nobody says we're the folk of the comedians nope. we're nobody says we're the funny peoples no we're get to the word and go serious and deep mm-hmm. serious and deep i'm gonna cut this all out of the podcast go back <laughs> boring no 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 <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so the so the play on words now is since things there are just as crazy with the COVID and COVID deniers and anti-vaxxers that it's das Volk der Dichten und Querdenkern. And if you're dicht, if you're described as dicht, it means you're just drunk, hammered, drunk. So the folk of the ha- the drunk and the Querdenker is like the anti-vaxxers. Oh. They're like, "Oh, we are independent thinkers. We are no. we are, you know, we think against the grain." You know, that's what they describe themselves as there. So it's like th- the guys who who are doing their own research also in Germany. I see. So das Volk der dichten und Querdenker. Okay. Not das Volk der Dichter und Denker. So this is considered funny in Germany. Shut up. Okay. Don't look at me like that.
0: <laughs> Good job, Ingo. all right well um so that's it for this week next week and the week after we will be doing remote pods because
1: i'll be remote you'll be remote yeah fair enough
0: yeah we're not going to be together for a couple weeks Mm.
1: but it's good for remy
0: oh my god it's going to be so good like i'm sad you're going to be gone but i seriously need that dog trained and michael's gonna do a great job and you're gonna have a little adventure and get to see your daughter and everything's gonna be good
1: might be wind. it's supposed to be snowy up there
0: it's gonna be cold and that's why i'm staying here weird if it were reversed like we were living in maryland and we had a great dog trainer down in the keys i'd be like bye taking the dog to the keys bye yeah
1: snow for the dogs yeah exciting
0: yeah snow dogs well that's it for this week and uh oh there's a new mysteries in paradise that's gonna drop basically the same time as this podcast so keep an eye out for it spooky it's not spooky uh oh,
1: i'm just saying spooky Okay. The music is spooky
0: and uh until next week don't bite anyone unless they ask you to don't bite
1: anyone unless they ask you to make oh. sure they really mean it bye yep.
0: bye